Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that he will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Thank you so much for joining us for Easter Online. So thankful that you and your families have gathered today, and we're looking forward to a great time together. Looking forward to going into God's Word today and sharing about our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to wish you a happy Easter, happy Resurrection Day to you all, and uh, just thank you so much uh, for all your encouragement and prayers uh, for us, but I want you to know today that we continue to pray over you and your families. We continue to pray over our community and pray over this nation, and uh, just trusting that God is continuing to help you and provide for every need in your life. Uh, Definitely an unusual Easter force, one that we'll never forget. And that brings me to the title of my message today, An Unforgettable Easter. Easter 2020 is definitely going to be an unforgettable Easter. Uh, Easter is normally a time when families come to church and the church building is packed out with people uh, and families that are gathered here. The kids are dressed up in, in new clothes and the dad may even have a new tie. Uh, mom may have a new dress. Uh, and then after uh, our Easter services at church, we would normally all go back home and gather with our family and friends and have a, a wonderful meal together and even go out for an egg hunt. But because of the coronavirus and the guidelines that are in place because of that, uh, we know that those events will not happen. And that's definitely going to make this Easter an unforgettable Easter. We all have unforgettable events that happen to us in our life. Sometimes those events are good and sometimes they're bad. Some of those events are special and some can be tragic. But no matter the events, whether they're good or bad, they are unforgettable. Let me give you a few examples of some special events. I know for me personally, my wedding day was a special and unforgettable event in my life. Besides asking Christ into my life to be my Lord and Savior, the second greatest decision I ever did was to ask my wife, Lisa, to marry me. I'm trying to score some points this morning, fellas. I know she's watching. Another unforgettable event in my life were the day that my boys were born, especially Caden, my oldest son. I remember when Lisa went into labor and were there at the delivery room at Wayne Memorial. She had requested the nurses to turn on the air conditioner and as low as you could get it. So it was chilling in that room. And on top of that, she was requesting ice chips to be served to her. So there for a minute or two, I thought that instead of having a baby boy, that we were going to have a penguin because it was so cold in that room. That was an unforgettable event. And we have those unforgettable events in our life. Where were you on September the 11th, 2001? When the planes crashed into the World Trade Center, the day that they crashed into the trade centers and they crashed into the Pentagon and one plane that crashed there in Pennsylvania, that was an unforgettable event that we will always remember. We have these events, these unforgettable events that will forever be pressed into our memory 
Um, and this Easter that we're going through right now, that's going to be one of those events that we're going to always remember. But you know what? The very first Easter was an unforgettable event for the followers of Jesus Christ. That first Easter would change their lives, but not only their lives, that first Easter changed our lives as well. Can you imagine uh, the unforgettable event that these followers of Christ witnessed when they saw Jesus arrested and they saw him beaten and then they saw him crucified on the cross at Calvary? These are the same believers that had gathered together on Palm Sunday, that first Sunday before Easter, and they were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the highest. And now they're seeing their king, their Lord, their Savior, they're seeing him hang on a cross at Calvary. It appears that all their hope in Jesus Christ has come crashing down as they witness him on the cross. But the Bible tells us that after Jesus died on the cross, his body was taken down and placed in a tomb that was guarded by Roman soldiers. And that's where I want to pick up today in this passage of Scripture I want to share with you on this Easter 2020. If you have your Bibles there with you, you can go ahead and open up to the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. Matthew 28, verse 1 through 10. I'll give you just a second to find your place. After The Bible says, After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He is risen, just as he said. The angel said, Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. And there you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to his disciples. Suddenly, the Bible tells us that Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him and they clasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. You talk about an unforgettable event. These women go to the grave, and they have an encounter with an angel. And this angel begins to speak to them and says, Fear not, you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. Well, he isn't here, the angel said. He is risen from the dead, just as he said he would. And then the angel said to the women, Come and see, and then go tell the other disciples. The angel said to the women, Come and see. And I want you to know this morning on Easter that Easter is about an invitation to come to Jesus Christ. Easter is about an invitation to come to Jesus Christ. Come to Jesus Christ, our resurrected Lord, and receive eternal life. Come to our resurrected Jesus for a life of faith instead of fear. Come to our resurrected Jesus for peace in times of trouble. Come to our resurrected Jesus for joy unspeakable. 
Come to our resurrected Jesus for an everlasting hope. Easter reminds us that we need to come to Jesus Christ. We can come to our resurrected Jesus for the forgiveness of our sin. We can come to our resurrected Jesus to be free from guilt and shame. For the Bible says... There is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Aren't you grateful today that you can come to Christ and find freedom from guilt and shame? We can come to our resurrected Jesus for new life. We can come to Christ for a new purpose. And we can come to Christ for a new strength. When we're weak and we're weary, we can come to Christ and He gives us strength. So on this unforgettable Easter... I want to ask you a question. Have you come to Jesus Christ? Have you come to Jesus Christ? Jesus is inviting you to come to him so he can save you from your sins. Jesus Christ is inviting you to come to him so he can transform your life. I want to encourage you on this Easter to stop making excuses and come to Christ today. It's time to do away with all excuses. It's time to uh, quit saying, well, I'll, I'll have time later on and I'll get right later on. Friend, listen to me this morning. There's no promise for tomorrow. You need to get right with the Lord now. You need to come to Christ now. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. So remove all excuses and stop using the excuse that I need to get my life right first and then I can come to God. No, friend, if you want to get your life right, you need to get it right by coming to Jesus. Jesus first and he'll get you uh, straightened out he'll get you cleaned up he'll make things right in your life and I hear excuses all the time one of my favorite excuses that I've heard since pastoring is you know uh, I don't think I'll go to church because church is full of hypocrites well my response to that is yes you're right but we got room for one more so why don't you come on and why don't you join us hallelujah Friend, it's time to do away with the excuses and it's time to come to Jesus Christ today. Jesus said these words in Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30. Jesus said, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble and heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light praise the lord today friend that we can find rest for our souls in jesus christ that when we're weary and burdened that we can go to the lord and find rest and listen jesus is the only one that can do that for you there's nothing the world can do for you to give you that rest there's no other religious leader that can give you that kind of rest only jesus can give you that rest because he is the one that died and he is the one that rose again and no one else has ever done that and so that tells me and should tell you that Jesus is the only one that can give rest for your soul today because he died and he rose again if you're watching today and you're tired and you're weary and you're walking around burdened by the sin in your life it's time for you to come to Jesus Christ if you're, if you're watching this morning and you feel lonely and you feel like you have lost all hope in your life, I'm telling you, friend, come to Jesus Christ because Jesus is the only one that can give you hope. Jesus Christ is our living hope. And I trust that you'll just lean on him right now. 
And let Jesus, who's the hope for our souls, let him come to you and let him begin to work in your life and transform you with his power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you praise the Lord this morning that Jesus is our living hope. He's our only hope today. And I hope and pray that you're trusting in him. Glory to God. Glory to God. That ought to give you something to shout about here on this Easter today, that Jesus is our living hope. Glory to God. The angel here in this passage I share with you said to the women, come and see the empty grave. And the angel encourages the women to come to the grave, but he also encourages them to see into the grave. And Easter is about seeing the empty grave. When we see the empty grave, it reminds us that Jesus Christ came to die for us on a cross. Aren't you thankful today that Jesus Christ came to die on the cross? Philippians chapter 2, verse 7 through 8 says, Jesus made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. Oh my, we praise Jesus today. As we look into the grave and see that it's empty, it reminds us that Jesus died on the cross for us. He took our place. Hallelujah. You see in the empty grave, when you see in the empty grave, it should remind you of the love of God. The Bible says in John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his love for us, that even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Friend, listen to me. When you look into the tomb and see that the tomb is empty, it should remind you to be thankful for the love of God. No matter who you are, no matter what you've been through in your life, God loves you with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. You need to see in the grave and see the love of God. Seeing the empty grave reminds us as well that one day that we're all going to die. We all will face death one day. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 9.27 that each person is destined to die once and after that comes the judgment. And that's why we need to make sure that we're prepared for eternity. The Bible tells us that when we die, there's two places that we will go. A real place called heaven and a real place called hell. And listen, you need to ask yourself on this uh, Easter, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? I pray, friend, that heaven is in your future. I pray that heaven is in your future and that you know that you know that God has saved you and that you have faith in Christ and Christ alone and you know that you're on your way to be with him one day and for eternal life. Seeing the empty grave also reminds us that Jesus is not there. 
That's the greatest news. Seeing the empty grave reminds us that Jesus is not there. Jesus has risen just like he said he would. He resurrected from the dead. He defeated death. He destroyed death. You see, in the empty grave and be reminded that death has no victory over us any longer. Oh, death, where is your sting? Jesus defeated death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah that Jesus has destroyed death. You look into the grave, you see that Jesus is risen. See in the empty grave and be reminded that there's life beyond the grave. There's the everlasting life, eternal life. See into the empty grave and be reminded that there's going to be a day. There's going to be no more pain, no more tears, and no more fears. That Jesus is going to uh, remove all suffering and all pain from our life. And the Bible says that there's going to be a day that the tears will be wiped away from our eyes. Hallelujah. See into the grave and know there's going to be a day of no more tears and no more pain and no more fears hallelujah see the empty grave and be reminded of God's resurrecting power see in the empty grave and be reminded that God can resurrect your life God has the power to raise dead things back to life and there may be some areas in your life and it seems like that they're dead well I'm here to tell you on this Easter that Jesus can breathe life back into your situation back back into your circumstance He can do it, friend. See in the empty grave and know that God has resurrecting power. See in the empty grave and know God can do a miracle in your life. Whatever you stand in need of today, friend, you just look into that empty grave and know God has the power to do a miracle in your life. Hallelujah. See the empty grave and be reminded that with God all things are possible. You look into that empty grave and see and be reminded that with the Lord all things are possible. Friend, I don't care what it is that you have going on in your life. And I know people have many needs right now. People are going through some of the most difficult times. But I know that when I look into the grave and I see that it's empty, I'm reminded that with God, all things are possible. And with God, that there's nothing too hard for Him. And you need to trust in Him right now. That God, He's going to be with you. He's going to be with you when you're walking on the mountains. He's going to be with you when you're going through the valleys. God's going to be with you. and He can take those ashes that you're walking through and make it into something beautiful. He can take it and turn it around right now. And we're trusting him to do that on this Easter. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. We can go from the grave to the garden. That ought to encourage every one of us watching online this morning that no matter where you are in life, God's going to be with you and God can transform that situation that you're in. And most of all, He can change you and turn your life around. Glory to God today that the Lord can make all things new. We thank Him for that promise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right there where you are, just go ahead and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you can take us from the grave to the garden, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for your power. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name. And I want to tell you here as we begin to wrap things up that the angel said to the ladies there, the women at the tomb, He said, come and see, but he also said, go and tell. 
the angel said, go and tell. And, and then later on, as they began to go down the path to find the other disciples, uh, Jesus uh, has an encounter with them. And then Jesus even encourages them to go and tell, to go and tell. And church, it's time for us to rise up and go and tell. It's time for us to go out in this world and share the greatest news ever, to go and tell that Jesus was crucified and Jesus has been resurrected. It's the greatest news ever. And we should never remain silent. We should, we should be willing to share that news with the whole world because that's the, uh, the greatest news that we will ever hear. And it's the only news that can change your life, your eternal destination. Listen, if we received a report this morning that said there was breaking news and that the coronavirus was gone and we can go back to church and hallelujah, I'll be ready for that. Believe me, I'll be ready when we can all come back together. But if there was a breaking news report today and said the coronavirus is gone, uh, we can go back to church, we can go back to work, we can go back to school, that would be great news for all of us. But listen to me, that news would never compare to the greatest news of all, and that is Jesus is crucified on a cross for you and me for our sins, and he was resurrected from the dead, and there's victory over death through Jesus Christ. That's the greatest news that you will ever hear in your life, I promise you. And Jesus has encouraged us to go and tell, to go and tell the world, to go and tell the world this good news, to go into all the world and preach the gospel, making disciples of all nations. And we can go. He's called us to go. We can go in courage. We can go in faith. We can go in power. We can go in peace. We can go in love. We can go in hope. We can go in victory. We can go and tell the world that Jesus is alive. I'm here this morning declaring to you online that Jesus is alive. I know he's alive because I talked to him this morning. He's been with me this day. He's been walking with me, and he's changed my life. Jesus is alive. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to go and tell the world. That Jesus is alive and we need to go and tell them because they have a decision to make about this good news. And friend, listen to me. No, Jesus is not going to force himself on you. You have a decision to make. You're, you're either going to accept him or reject him. Which one will you do? It's going to be a choice that you make. Nobody can accept Jesus Christ for you. Your, your family cannot do it. Your, your friends won't be able to do it for you. It comes down to you making a decision it comes down to you responding to this good news that I've shared with you today about Jesus being crucified on the cross, taking our place so we could be forgiven of our sins, and how Jesus was resurrected from the grave, and how he's conquered death, and how we can have eternal life. Friend, nobody can make that decision for you, only you. And I want you to get ready right now. I want you to get ready to make that decision. Are you going to accept him? Or are you going to reject him? I, I know many people are gathered in homes right now, and some of you that are online watching may have been invited uh, through social media, and you're not familiar with our ministry here. Uh, you may not even know me, and that's fine, uh, because this church cannot save you. No pastor here can save you. We want to point you to Jesus Christ because he's the only one that can save your soul, and he's the only one that can change you. 
So right there where you are, you may be lost today. You may be living in sin, and you, you know you're away from God. You know you're away from God, but he's reaching out to you. He's knocking uh, on the door of your heart right now, and he's inviting you to come to him. He wants you to surrender all. So right there is your own line this morning. You can just uh, close your eyes, and, and you can just lift up a hand or lift up both hands just as an indication to say, you know what, Lord, you've been speaking to me this morning on this Easter, and, and I want to surrender my life to you. I want to give my life to you. So right there where you are, I'm encouraging everyone that's listening to me right now to just pray this prayer with me. Close your eyes right there where you are. Close your eyes. You may want to grab the hand of, of a loved one next to you. Uh, whatever you need to do, but just pray right now with me. Bow your heads and let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, oh, I come to you right now, Jesus, and I admit to you that I'm a sinner. I believe you died on the cross in my place. I believe you shed your blood for my sins, and I also believe you rose from the dead. And today I repent of my sins. I turn from my sins and I turn to you, Christ, to change my life and to come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of my sins. Wash them away, O Lord, and help me right now by sending your Holy Spirit to fill me so I can have the power to follow you each day for the rest of my life. I confess you right now as Lord and Savior over my life. And I receive the gift of salvation that can come only through you, Christ Jesus, and only you alone. Not by good works or anything else that I could try to merit on my own, but only by faith in you, Jesus Christ. I repent of my sins and I turn to you right now in Jesus' name. I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. And now, Lord, I want you to make this an unforgettable Easter from this day on for the rest of my life. In your name I pray.